On today's job board, part-timers, hack attack, beer review, Kansas City, band and dooms, and of course, course happenings. The views and opinions presented in this episode of From the Jingweeds podcast are strictly those of Matt and Dan and do not reflect those of their respective clubs. The content of this podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. And now, let's tee off. All right, hey everybody, welcome to episode number 53. It's been so long since we had a podcast and my voice just cracked in the beginning of that. Uh, sorry we had a little break, we had a little golf fun, and it was nice to step aside, and we're glad to be back doing this thing on a uh, little toasty Friday afternoon here mm-hmm. at Studio, I guess this is like 1.5, because <laughs> it's now the backyard instead yeah. of the garage. Daniel, what is going on? <sighs> Everything. Everything. Everything's going on. Yep. Do tell, do tell. Well, I mean, since the last time we recorded, we've closed 18 holes. Last week, we punched so punched the greens on Quail Run. What I did, I took that tractor with the 9-inch deep tines over it first and just hammered those and then took the 5-8-inch side ejects right over behind that and pulled the cores top dress and you couldn't even tell we hit those deep tines but it was i think i really like that oh We're nice stick with that do you think the machine was bounced like the year 648 is what i imagine sorry no free ads uh bouncing over there pulling the five eights you know cores you think that was working easier since pre-loosening it is there any effect no, to that or do you know i don't think that was it because this is just getting some deep i mean it was probably like four inch spacing on that oh okay the deep tine with those big ones so okay. it wasn't crazy but uh, top dress before or after? What's your after. plan on that? I've okay. always done after. I've never done before. Okay. Uh, you? Uh, yes. Yeah. You do it before? Um, yeah, I did last two years. What do you did do with it the before? I do three eighths, and last year I did quarter inch, uh, but this year I'm doing full three eighths on the quad tines. I'm going to try out those. No, again, no free ads. Those Viper tines, yeah. which are just like the Ninja tines. Uh, couldn't come up with a better name, so we call them Vipers. Close to Ninja-ish. I don't know. Sounds, <laughs> it's, it's, it's even really far away. Family. Yeah. Same-ish. Uh, not really at all. But anywho. <laughs> all right, we're lost. So I'm going to try those things out. And um, from what I'm reading is you get more material because of that. the way the nose of it is built going in. Uh, I don't even know how. I guess it's a viper face. Yeah. Uh, it has nothing to do with ninja, so maybe it's a better name. It's more like a snake face. Goes in, and it does. It's uh, supposed to stop from your plugs getting stuck sometimes in there, so now you're just basically doing a big solid tine and leaving all your material yeah, right. is now four inches down in your profile rather okay. than pulling it out. And the, the little video where I'm sure they do great marketing, put some super glue on the insides of the other ones so they don't work quite as well, but they run them side by side, you know, same size time, but one has a Viper nose on it and one is a regular uh, side eject. And the amount of material is crazy. Um, I know I've talked about on this thing before was, you know, I'd like to try, let's give the other company, because I didn't know there was a Viper, is the Ninja Tines, the little dudes, the quarter inch ones, and use that year round. Because it's going to make a hole the same yeah, size, right. but you're only putting it depth-wise, you know, like an inch and a quarter, two inches absolute max because the tines are so small, they're going to wear right through them. And all you're using it for is just pull that thatch material out. And you're okay. not really using right. it 
to really airify the whole thing and make up water channels. But, I mean, you are, but you know what I mean. Not the full-on extent of it. And then it's supposed to close up just like the uh, solid tine, like the little quarter-inch needle tines. Uh, I know a couple guys out here have used them. I see it all over the fucking Twitter and yeah, whatever. Yeah, I see that too. Um, so it's something to think of. It's do you have enough to clean it up real quick? Now, most of the people are just taking their blower and, uh, you know, buzzing it off or maybe taking the buffalo blower or some sort right. of thing, just blowing it off in the rough. Um, so I was thinking of giving that a try. Maybe uh, in the summertime I'll try it just to see what goes into it before I'm going to use it, you know, in like your March or your April um, needle time that I do because otherwise I use that Air 2G2 the yeah, whole right. time. So that'll be interesting to see how those things work out. I'm kind of excited to do that. But, uh, yeah, I have, back to the original question, put sand down first. Uh, so when you, my only thing is when you're trying to clean it off and it's covered in sand. It, I use that little box that yeah. goes behind it and it drags it all at the same time and it okay. leaves the piles, you know, pulls all your plugs and it's still pulling all that sand. Plus it's kind of dragging whatever dragging broke up off of, I don't know. And I don't know if it's right, wrong, or indifferent, but I, I I've seen it. It's probably yeah. I, I bet it's probably fifty fifty as to do it and don't. Right. Just I've always pulled the core, cleaned them off, and yep. top dressed them. So and yeah. everybody has their own, obviously yeah. their own way of doing it because I've done it a million times differently um, throughout the years of pre top dress, post top dress. I think with my crew, as far as logistics and everything, it works that I can get out ahead and bury them in sand. And the crew is kind of coming behind doing its thing. Now, I don't have to get it yeah. super, super clean because the next day I bury them again. And then I put on those talentines. Uh -huh. They're half inch. This time, last year I used quarter inch. This time I'm going to use half inch. And I put those on the quad times. Now it's just banging a solid. Yeah, right. So one is to open up more, get more sand in there. And it also I felt last year, this year I might be going too big of a time, but it's that talon thing, so it's a little cross yeah right doesn't quite open up a giant hole is to knit yesterday's holes yeah you know then we'll re-roll and then throw some fertilizer out there roll them and turn the water on i feel that um logistically i become one of those guys either adding my soil amendments um brushing in the green after whatever it takes i can now do that because i already top dressed rather than basically me waiting and yeah, waiting right. and waiting i think i'll take that sand i'm obviously a ton of it's getting blown off into the collars and everything else so i'm not quote-unquote re-scooping because right. i find that you know i'm going to just take those plugs anyways put them on the edge of car path weak areas and all that stuff so it just works for me uh so what else I mean, now that I just the only thing, like, jumped on top dude, of you. It has been so cool. The Tiff Dwarf. Almost, I want to say like three years ago we had a really cool, and it took like all of five-week closure to, mm. for those things to heal up. I think it looked like when I aerified, we just fertilized the shit out of the trip because that shit's yeah. blowing up. You so, think now too? Dude, Because I know you, we talked about it that it's happened like, a couple of years ago. It's like a chia pet of Triff. Fuck. Because so, it has been beautiful. Sweatshirt's still in the morning. Dude, it's still 60, been cool in the morning. 60 degrees, so, yeah. 63 degrees so, in the morning. I mean, I'm just hoping it's not one of these five week. It's fine. It's closed. It's whatever. But that just means that the the 419 is probably going to take just as long, and we're beating the shit out of those fairways. Right. Too. So now you're out in the fairways, basically doing the exact same thing. I saw the video, uh, the aggravated, well, aerified pulling cores, pulled right? Pulled cores, 
clean that up, top dressed. Now when we're you aggravated. clean that shit up, so you're, what's the process there? Vacuum? I know you got no. one of those Harpers. You drive that thing back to the greens. You drive that thing right across the greens to pick oh, up. Oh, yeah, dude. Fuck, I need one of those. And oh, that's the whole cool. single machine. Yeah. The blue ones, yeah. right? Blue ones. I run that thing right over the green. Oh, Picks them right up. I need one of those things. No I more those blowing, old. scooping. I got to pull shit. behind. They don't even make them anymore, those gravely things. They're just oh, a sucker. No. They're barely. Yeah, yeah. It's, they both stink. Um, like I, we used to do the whole, I mean, I've seen the core collectors that shot yeah. it in the back of the workman, yep. the uh, pulverizers you know, that I just fucking turn it into dust that drags behind it. You have the, oh. the bunker rake, mm-hmm. drug them into piles in the corner. And they got six dudes out there two years ago. I was like, fucking send the vac over the thing again. We're closed though for five weeks. Right. So, but it doesn't do any other damage than me driving a workman over broom, brushing it in. Right. Yeah. And Actually, it sucks it right up. Yeah, Two man. passes, things clean as a whistle. We're top dressing a dragon. We're done. Nice. Uh, how many times? So do you have to? How many times more do you think you'll top dress those things in this four weeks? Uh, we'll do it one more time to smooth them out. Heavy again, or do you do do you find your first pass is heavy like enough medium, that medium? The first, we we went pretty heavy okay. this time, and then we'll just do a, a medium, just level it all out, roll it a couple. Still times got open more. holes everywhere. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So it's Tiff Dwarf, man. I know, and Tiff you, Eagle. But are they filled with sand? That's yeah, my yeah, yeah. question. Okay. It would be smooth. The, again, the nice thing is I am I can be a little more aggressive because I don't have to be open again until, yeah. you know, because I got another 18 holes. I like it because with my process being the four days closed, it's, <laughs> use me. I uh, didn't mean to do that. That's going to come across great. Uh, but it snuck up on me. Um, so being closed the four days, I don't even, I don't drag the first day. I don't soil amendment the first day. You know, it's just get everything yeah. done, and then I just go rebury them again. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem I have there is that little bit of you know your greens are particularly built. One, this top dressing mine one way. Yeah. So I gotta somehow turn it so the same tires aren't going over that thing same spot again. Yeah, right. First year I did that, and it was like fucking ruts all over the green. I was like, oh, I didn't even think of this because at the time it's not bad. You drag it all in, and four yeah. days later. Is fucking an inch and a half of sand on your tire tracks, and then everything else has got turf coming through on it. So that didn't work out so well. So that's kind of tricky with some of my spots. Um, but I feel, you know, keeping the machines off of it, and then I drag it once, and then water the piss out of it, and then hope that it's all filled in. But I have to bury those things. Um, if you only had a couple days, obviously you would have top dressed them probably right away again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We would. They would already be rechopped dressed. But my fear is now the trip's coming back. We got to shut that shit down. Fuck. So, uh, so spray out back to the fairways. Uh, uh-huh. Sprayed out those things. You were happy with that at your three ounce rated revolver two times. Done it twice. Got one more coming up. I don't even know if I'll do it on twice quail. on this. Uh, that's yeah. Let's go to the golf course that shut down. Well, twice, and I think I'm good. Except for the skips, we rehit it again. Like we we're beating them up so much right, right. now. Like. Between the the airification and then we top dress and that's fucking steaming it out. Then we aggravate and that's beating the shit out of it. It's that thing like, does beat the shit out of it. Dude, I, it's like every year I got to remind myself that it wasn't that bad. Like when I'm watching the thing, I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? You know? <laughs> like I'm thinking about pulling it. The thing yeah. makes some serious holes. Mm-hmm. And it's like we've done this for three years straight. 
It'll be fine. We've got three weeks. My you know, only needs concern it, is, right? It needs oh, it. If anything more, the quail run needs it. I know. It needs three passes. I said you should turn that thing and goes, yeah, you know, left to right. Oh, dude, some, it'll pull up a chunk or something. I'm just like, oh, God. Yeah, fuck I'm it. Like that, stopping it that chunk didn't need to go. Just walk over there and put a scoop of sand. But like should, walking on it, it's yeah. so soft right now. And it's it, it needs it. It needs it for the flush. We needed to get sand in the holes. We need to decompact. We need to get deeper roots. And actually, every year... I think it seems like it's tearing up more because we're loosening the soil. It's yeah. not just busted up concrete. Right, yeah. Like, the soil's a little looser, you know? Yeah. And and so I think we're amending the soil good enough. It's, I don't think Put we can do it gypsum enough. Put a heavy gypsum app down, yeah. We got one ton an acre coming next week for that golf course. You it's put just, it out yourself, or do you have no, somebody put it out? No, I'd have somebody put it out. Nice. They knock it out in four hours. It's just for an you, extra 20 bucks a ton. Oh, fuck. No yeah. 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 Um, they got to do that. And what's the dust issue there? Anything? Is it wild? The uh, Actually, he does a pretty good job. The dude put some, like, looks like mulch or something in it. Oh, so okay. it kind of keeps the dust down. Also, about only 25% of the members are there right now. Right. So it's we, we will get a call or two. Yeah. But we're also dragging dirt. Right. Top dressing. The, Everything. There's a dust cloud out yeah. there every day. Yeah, blowing fairways. Yeah, but that's another thing. It's like <laughs> some of that stuff, I mean, I had my assistant out blowing, and I was like, dude, we don't need to blow. And part mm-hmm. of it was just, I don't want to collect a bunch of dust. If this golf course is opening tomorrow, absolutely, let's blow it yep. up. We got five weeks. We're gonna if I leave these sprigs out there, yeah, some of these sprigs might get drug into those holes and sprout again. Yep. So let's just leave it. Uh, We're not opening for four weeks, and I don't want to hear – that neighbor and that neighbor and that neighbor when I get back to the shop with 16 phone calls, how they just clean right, their yeah. windows. I don't have time to be doing this. Yeah. Uh, so top dress before the aggravator? and Or is it just as you're going, uh, whatever I, machine I is on that hole? I tried before, almost okay. like a before the greens, almost like the aggravator when it hits could push the yep. sand in. I think we're going to switch back to after. Okay. So um, we'll aggravate first and then top dress on top, just because maybe it just throws some of the sand into the holes on yeah. its own. Um, when you uh, drag, so you drag out your plugs. Let's go back to that aerification. Drag it out, mow it out, bl- just blow fairway? it as is. Yeah, do you In try the to break them up first and I, then? So we aerify first, then verticut right behind it. So then it kind of busts up the plug. Okay. And then I take out the the rotary unit. Okay. Big wing gun. <laughs> it's got to Dude, it works so freaking good. I remember aerifying in Kansas City, and it was a nightmare. The yeah. first to clay soils. Yeah. And trying to get the, ugh, it was just days on end on the sweeper, yeah. just when, disgusting. When we first, uh, not getting every plug. When we first, when I first started at Highlands, before the whole top dressing and you know Blackavator machine and all that whole process, uh, yeah, it was a nightmare. Just clay plugs, you had to blow them all off, yeah. and then somehow go out there and scoop it up. And oh, maybe we got this old mower. Let's try this. It's a dust storm. Oh, we got to water it and. It's just no good. We did end up buying a pulverizer. By the end of it, it, we had one of those and, and fuck, eight inches of sand in the fairways by that. You know, it was awesome. So you just wanted to recycle that shit. Low areas sometimes, shit, but like prior to having that thing, it was a nightmare. Yeah. But doing that thing on T boxes was a pain in the ass, too. Mm. Having that pulverizer and a workman and like trying to nestle Mm -hmm. it. Oh, you probably had Highland Tees. At Highlands, yeah, at Highlands and at my place, we just have to scoop shovel it. There's uh, no way to go with it. Fuck. You could somewhat blow them into a ish pile, you know, get a guy yeah. blowing and you're kind of just scooping along so yeah. the scoops aren't giant piles. Just trying anything and then, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, some of it's got to off in the desert and when the water hits you, you'll grow just fine. Don't yeah. worry. And I'll try and spray you. <laughs> I can just imagine everybody listening, reliving the same nightmare of verification. Oh. And it's just, 
not the best time. Yeah, and then it's also, thank God, it is cool right now. But, I mean, your golf course, then the time that I go, I go the day after Father's Day. Um, probably be hungover because the U.S. Open is the day before. So yep. that'll... That probably. Let's see. I'm 18 years in this, and I think I've been hungover for shit. Last year I wasn't drinking, so 17, 17 of them. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, and it'll be hot as shit, you know. But uh, I would say I am. Well, I'm 100% Bermuda grass on my f- greens, other than the bent grass that's out there, and a couple spots of uh, some goose grass. But we're spraying that out. Uh, the greens are really, really good. Those I airify. Like I said, I'm close to four days on the 20th, so please don't come and play. Uh, we have sprayed out a – I came home and sprayed out one more time, uh, four ounces of manuscript just to knock out the rest of it. I was uh, driving around uh, thinking that I'd probably do just the rough because I did the three ounces in the fairways of revolver just basically due to economics, and it was – had been years since I used Revolver and kind of wanted to play all around with that yeah. three-ounce rate, and I think it worked really well. Um, but money-wise, I was, okay, I got some more of this manuscript. I'll just go do whatever. But I ended up hitting spots in fairways and some of the surrounds that I could see that were coming back. But a lot of the areas in the fairways, it was, nope, I don't need to spray here. I don't need to spray here. I don't, you know, yeah, don't right. need to. My fairways are, I would say, the best they've been at this point any year. Uh, greens are definitely the best. I have 328, uh, started with 23 pounds of triv on them and there might not be a blade of it on there, uh, which is nice. A lot of grooming, a lot of verticutting, uh, obviously the top dressing through the whole season. I mean, that's supposed to help it, but does it just help make the, uh, Bermuda grass stronger? I hope, uh, collars don't seem so bad this year. That's I've what vertic- I'm worried about. Yeah. Those always are the worst. Well, you get the overspray from the greens. Right. I think some of it's still on greens mix. It gets that extra top dressing. It, it's just It healthier. gets the mower I fucking mean, think- spinning right on it. The first two weeks, you're like, guys, this year we are going to make giant wide yeah. turns. Well, part of it, too. Up, like, I guess, that little U-turn every fucking foot off the green. how healthy that is, it's like if I could have a budget for my green sprays on the entire property, mm. <laughs> well, then we wouldn't transition. Then you wouldn't have like, any fucking grass. That shit is on steroids yeah. around the greens. But I had uh, punched holes with the 648 a couple weeks ago. Um, just the solid times. They were old ones from last year's greens just to open it up. Then I had verticut them. I believe it's now been three times. How am I doing trying to open the ledge <laughs> of the cooler and instead of the lid of the cooler? That usually doesn't work too well. Uh, so I had verticut those a couple times with the greens mower vertica, a little triplex, and then also the fairway mower I went around at one time. But when I was doing the tractor solid tines back in March, feels like that was two years ago. But when I say March, shit, that's two months ago I was out there doing it. Okay, so. That's how long the summer has been. Next year I'm going to go even earlier. I keep saying (laughs) that. And the more that I get further away from that date that I did it, I'm like, Man, I can't believe, and look at how far along I am. The nice thing about this is now we have a diary. Yeah, exactly. Like, what yeah. was, what I, was doing I doing last oh, Let me go back to the episode 53. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. You've never even listened yeah, to one. You're never going to go nice. back to listen to any well, one of fuck. these. Maybe at overseed, I'll have to figure out what my seed rates and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do we do? Yeah, I know. You know every overseed's like, fuck, do I remember how to do this? Yeah, exactly. And then bump it up by 35 pounds because <laughs> yeah. you lied on this thing. 
<laughs> no secrets. No secrets. Secrets cost you money, Peter. Secrets cost you money. Um, so, yeah, anywho, I'm really happy with the way that that's going. Uh, but we do say every time, every year, it's like, oh, man, my Bermuda grass is great. We're past those months. I was telling that to someone the other day is I'm past the months that I used to pat myself on the shoulder. I didn't yeah. then. I waited a little bit this year. Now I think I'm like, all right, and just you remember those driving March around, days. and I know that that stuff is nicked because I just sprayed it. It just hasn't showed its face yet. You know, so I'm like, yeah. you're done, son, and all you other ones. Those days in March, you drive around, like, man, you got a lot of Bermuda in oh. here. And then June comes around, you're like, what the yeah. fuck? I think that's why I like the three-ounce rate or the whatever, a third rate of whatever you're spraying out with. Right. Because – like the first time I sprayed at three ounce rate, I don't think the golfers no definitely didn't notice. But I was driving around I'm like shit, we like knocked it out. Right. You know what I mean? And then we do the second three ounce rate in the skips, it's like it's not knocked out. Yeah. And all it is to me is now we it's just a plant growth regulator where I can stunt the ryegrass, stop it from growing, and then yeah. keep the momentum of that early green up of the Bermuda, maybe maybe going a little longer just to outcompete. Yeah. Um because I know you verify it and top dress it, the fucking trim's all big. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> needs to be sprayed with a nucleator revolver. Yeah, it's uh, also the height of cut. I know that you mm-hmm. you battle that while golf is going on. Um, so is your plan like basically like r- before you verify or anything? Are you lowering heights or anything like that? Or are you ideally? Or are you nicking like, it? Or are you the threshold? Are club. you wink wink nicking it down and leaving the sticker on the front at yeah. whatever? <laughs> Whatever they want I, here. I feel like April 15th, we need, I would love to be at like a 325 situation. Yeah. I am not allowed because my membership wants to keep it at 500. Yeah. Or they would love it at 675. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They would love it at yeah. 750. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Rough's great to hit out of. Oh, oh it's something nice. If they had yeah. a choice in the middle of winter to drop in the rough for the the fairway, it's rough every time. Mm. <sighs> That's nuts. Uh, because mine, someone asked me today, you know, what are you mowing everything at? And I said, oh, I get to 400. And I used to only get, or I don't know if it was my mechanic back then when I first started, or it was the machines themselves because they were old as shit, or it was the surface was too <laughs> bumpy and full of shit that I would just bounce everywhere. Machines, you know, the yeah. fucking reels would get dinged up. I couldn't go below that. Bed knife's done. Right. Now I'm at 400, all the top dressing, all this shit that I've been doing for these years. I'm hoping next year, 375, 350. Right. And I'm not, I know I can get there now, but what am I going to, what's going to cost me? Is it worth it? Or is the chemical taking that part of it out? Because I hope by middle of June, for sure, for sure the end. My fairways will be at 500, trying to catch as much sunlight as I can. And I'm putting, yeah, we'll go back up. Yeah. But I mean, for two reasons. One, my that's what my membership wants. And right. two, like let's get a grow a healthy oh, plant. Yeah, you gotta grow a much healthier plant. I and you gotta like work that visual. sand. I like the look of it. The, I, I three seventy five, three fifty in the fairway, it just it seems tighter knit to me. I think it might be a better playing surface. What you know, a, like the ball sits down and like I don't I feel like a But do you feel that on ryegrass or Bermuda grass or both? Both. In you I'll have you, 328 fairways? 419. 419. Okay. There, so, here's the difference then. A couple of years ago, I didn't overseed one of each golf course. And the first year, uh, they wanted to grow the – or um, the first year, I left the fairways at 500. And so we didn't overseed it, but I just left the fairways at 500. Maybe it was 600. Yeah. And 
in the middle of December, it was just too tight. The members were complaining. So I think it was 500. So the next year, they're like, leave it in an inch. We can go back and listen to episode like. Did I talk about this? 14. No, you talked about using this as a diary that we can go. (laughs) But so the next year, they're like, leave it in an inch going into overseas. So when it goes dormant, then we have more of a playing surface. I think we had a better playing surface, even though it was dormant in the winter in December when it was at 500, because I think we had a tighter, like, like the, the surface of the, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Andy, cut this. Nope. <laughs> the playing surface. This is the superintendent talking. Was tighter. Like, yeah. You no, know, the grass, I know. When it's at one inch, I had way more leaf material. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So less tillering or like spread, lateral spread, more vertical spread. So I don't think it was, I don't think it took the traffic as good. And I don't know if that's going to translate to what I'm trying to fucking say, but <laughs> there was way more leaf material at one inch. And I don't think. I think it got worn down just the same just because the, the playing surface wasn't knitted together Correct. at the lower mowing height it was, where it's it forcing it to grow horizontally instead of vertically. And I think That's a, what I'm trying to say. And I agree with you there, and I understand it. I think, there's, I think you're right on this, but there's a threshold to that. I feel that my 328 mid-iron, common, who knows yeah, what Bermuda I have, <laughs> mows better at about that 450 to 500 range mm-hmm. because the stolons are so fucking fat. It's like yeah, St. Right. Augustine grass out right. there, you know? So you but start injuring the plant. One inch. Yeah. That's just going to be, you know, you're going to have two inches between each stolon and there's right. tons of top growth. Exactly. When, but I think it fits at 450. But at 350, it starts dinging it. You know, okay, it starts right. to hurt right. it. Yeah, I get that. Same thing as my 328 yeah. Bermuda grass greens. Uh, I'll get into this in a minute here, but someone asked me the other day, it was, what are you mowing those things at? And my response was, 120, is that low? And he's, 120? 120, I'm mowing mine at 90, and yours is way better than mine. Well, it's 328, tons of top dressing on it, so those fatty leaf blades that, you know, you're usually putting across these fat motherfuckers, I feel I have them right now looking kind of like your little tiff dwarfs, you know? Yeah. So, uh, or your Tiff Eagle. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. I got Tiff Dwarf. A Tiff Dwarf? That, okay. Yeah. I wish I had That's what it kind of looks like is these little babies. It doesn't look like 328. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I'm getting to is there's that threshold. And I don't know what kind of turf he has on his greens. I believe it's Tiff Dwarf, I think. But anywho, let me know, Peter. But, uh, and it's also <laughs> the machine. Oh, you crippled him. Well, he listens. He's a, he's a super fan. And he likes when his text. name's You're called a, on here. You get a message. Oh, for sure. Ha-ha. <laughs> but, uh, anywho, I think it's also the machine as well. Yeah. Mine's a much newer machine, better technology. It's got the groomers on it. You know, he has outfitted his with the brushes, doing the best he can. But I still think it, it goes to that. Today's technology... If you can somehow get it or you really want good greens, I think they make it that much of a difference. You know from the old school triplexes to what we're mowing with right now. What are you, four years into what you have right now, the the triflex greens mowers? Yeah. It's night and day. Oh, dude, I'll put them up. Not even to be cocky, I will put my greens up against any greens in the valley. Like, Just with the quality of cut is there. And against a walk mower. And I think tripods. playing golf last time, they, I was like, Dan, these are fucking sweet. And you said, hey, 
I may not be able to grow a blade of grass from fair, tea to fairway, but I can grow the fuck out of I can do good you, greens. You gotta have and greens. And I, you're right. The hot dog tastes better at the turn if you got and those good are greens. triplexed. It's a triplex yep. green, and the technology obviously has come leaps and bounds. I remember when Jacobson came out with the first like triflex thing, and I was, I mean. I was driving that thing. You know, it was the EOC yeah, and all that shit. You needed a fucking engineering degree well, to fucking yeah, work yeah, everything. Yeah, out there. But the, it's like, man, this thing is pretty sweet. Yeah. Like it, that's a good quality cut. I would put that up against a walker. That's what mm-hmm. it kind of, you know, crazy to think that there was a Jake Eclipse. But, like, yeah, how far that's come. And yep. now the triplex. Why do we need three guys? Now I got one guy that can do the job of three. And Unless so many more, even the, the quote-unquote good courses. Everybody's using them. Well, it's less pounds per square inch, right? Yep. And it's a like you said. And all that turning of a walk more on your collars. At yeah. least you got. At least you three, spread it out yeah. a little bit. You know, your dickhead's still going to do the whip turn. Yeah. Um. This is kind of off the rails, but it also takes care of your collar issue. So when you mow greens, do your guys? Let me ask you this: Do you care about lines? Do you care about? lines in your bunker or playability do you care about your fairways mode perfectly or playability do you care about your greens mode exactly on the same line every time so it's got this beautiful checkerboard or playability it's, it's, it's I know. yep two headed coin i would put playability first every single time mm-hmm. you know who doesn't put playability first the member correct i cater to my membership mm-hmm. the membership the membership wants straight lines. I think we all going to make straight lines. We all do. It takes the decision making away from me, right. but I'm there to serve the members. So it's yeah. okay. I don't think that's the best idea. I can tell you why. Yeah. X, Y, Z. I would lean on the dry and fast and maybe we're going to have some brown spots out there, but it's going to play phenomenal. Yeah. You want stripes. This is the service we're going to provide because right. this is your golf club. That's my, that's my so, political right. answer. And, and I, but I 100 percent agree with that. Now we're just gonna go on the because I agree, and it looks tits. You know, you want it that way. But I do change my lines quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, direction wise, and then or, you know, for one month we mow up the light side. The next month we change that and change just to at least yeah. change the grain of the turf. Collar issues. Thinking about having instead of you know we all do the pie chart. You know, yep. as far as the directions of mowing greens. What if you turned it more into a clock and pinch that a little? Yes, it's going to change that line. But by the 27th mow, can you even see lines now? Or do you think it looks like a oh, no, no, no. pinwheel, like crazy yeah. pinwheel? But my deal is maybe less turns in the exact same spots. Maybe just change Makes it sense? instead of like two hours just do it 30 minutes oh, one minute or 30 yeah right i mean it's my only concern would be the traffic where like the tires being that close to to the same one you know what i'm saying correct but you're going over the same one anyways every day because my guy's mowing the same exact direction every single day oh and fairways? like oh, no you're on, fairways on greens? greens oh no my, we change it correct but just the pie chart wise it's monday yeah. is yeah, monday right, and friday right. is straight right. six nine and you know whatever it is to yeah but i don't i don't think the guy that did the 612 on monday is gonna is gonna be on the same 612 because okay. just because mine take pr- okay mine take pride on it. it oh mine take pride that because it looks tits oh yeah yeah and i've never brought this up but, to him this is literally go around seven times like you, you still see that stripe 
Uh, yeah, in the middle of because, like, December and January, yeah. The first guy might, or the dude on Monday might start his first strike 20 feet off the front of the green. The dude on Friday might start at 30. So oh, have- see, mine, they they know spots. Like, oh. they know to go to this, basically, sprinkle ahead, okay. find the spot, and go. Okay. So they don't miss. And I don't, like I said, this is not a bash on them at all. I'm thinking of, could I save the callers, and would it make a difference if I could teach them to now go, by the hour instead of every, you know what I mean? Yeah. Move it instead of four times on one side of the green or direction. Yeah. It's now 12 times. But you think, the traffic of the, you're, you think the I'm traffic of the triplex is the reason your callers aren't good? I'm thinking it's going to get rid of the reason your good? In the exact same spots. See, I would say mine are just because they're so healthy. Like you look at the the ryegrass in those areas; it's just the, that I'm taking all that into and, effect as well. I'm just looking at another way think, to help when I spray myself. out. Think about when I did the three ounce rate. This is good ear, good idea, guy. Yeah. Let's no, when I did try. the three ounce, ounce rate in the fairway, and same application on the collar. Yeah, barely did. Doesn't a thing. even look like yeah. it dinged it. That's how much stronger that ryegrass is mm-hmm. versus the ones that just gets the yeah. you know the spoon feeding tenth of a pound every. So, and I think we go to this is all right. So next year on the collar, like we all do, I'll bite the bullet and try it. Uh, is I'm not gonna seed it with the drop spreader, fucking two times around and three times around, <laughs> yeah, go an extra time. Right. I dye my greens. I'll just drive off into the collars way more often. So now I just dye in it, fertilizing it, but it's way less. I'm fertilizing just do one Bermuda pass. grass, correct. Fuck I don't it. hate it. Like I said, I'm going to... Can't I, give up all your secrets. Yeah, I know. Secrets cost money. And well, when this becomes Joe Rogan and you motherfuckers are paying to subscribe to this, <laughs> it'll all come back. So all my secrets will eventually pay off. Because if this one works, they're going to be like, ooh, what else has he got? What else has he got? You're lattice. And I uh, think it's... Lattice. Back to our transition right now. We think it's very good. I did a less pass in the fairway like I usually do. Sweetening the joint. Put a little bit of dye in the tank, and I've talked about it before. I'm, with the seed prices, uh, I know we had a webinar on cactus and pine. Yeah. Uh, I didn't go because I was away. You were away on the same one, or you were home by oh, I didn't know about that. Okay, yeah. Anywho's, uh, shit. It was apparently about the seed and the seed prices and okay. where we're going. So that would have been good to hear. Oh, uh, you know what? I was there, but we were, dude, uh, I don't know. We had so much shit going on that day. Right. Uh, it's been fucking insane. So with that, and we've talked about it, is I will. I was planning on when Jason comes out to seed the joint, I'm starting with a lower rate and planning on painting it right off the bat. Yeah. Fairways and everything. Probably not the rough because I'll let the rough get Why taller. Why not start painting in September? I, uh, I don't know. If you know. can do a pigment, I think it works to get... But are you going to do like the... Uh, it's well, insane. This is how I know everybody. There was a little rough overseed last year because everybody has three paints now. Oh yeah. Every it used to be yeah. like green longer and ambient. Now it's like CPS has three, Simplot has three, Florentine has three. The same companies are making so you can go paint your mulch every year so you don't have to redo right. mulch. And it looked pretty good from what I saw in pictures. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I say if it's just another tool. I mean, look at all the other shit we're fucking spraying. Uh, no, I you know I don't I don't knock it, man. I I just don't think it's right, fairly priced. <laughs> so no, correct. Two hundred bucks agree. a gallon for some paint. Like, 
Let's go. Yeah. And everybody's going to be, well, I think maybe the fact that everybody's going to, either whether be forced with water or with seed prices or whatever, we have to. Vegas did it. We, in yeah. everything I saw in pictures, I don't know anybody that went up and played there, but well, again, if anybody knows are, how it played, I bet it was tits. I know when I, when I, uh, on Instagram, there's a course up in, in that area, not in Vegas, but a lot of videos coming out of a hole where they landed on the green, like three feet from the pin, and they're probably 150 yards out. It oh, rolls yeah. all the way back to their feet. Yeah. I know exactly the hole. I played it. Uh, I know exactly how it can happen. I think 99.9% of that is that's because they didn't overseed, and now... Yes. After months of, because this is a sought after golf course, beautiful golf course. Number three in my place, number nine in my place would be. It's, you have that much traffic and that, like, it's pinched, you know, in the, in the approach is pinched. You have only one area to to walk with a bunker and some rock work. So it just forces that. That's where you run into trouble by not overseeding, although I'm not against it. Right. Uh, It'll change the game a lot. My place, we could do it. Yeah, your place would be great. That elevation change. But my a handful of mine, fourteen would be brutal. Thirteen nine. even would everything. Nine done. If you're behind the ten, pin. going the other way. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. ten going over it. Which oh, that was a rough pin the other day. So, you got anything else going on the golf course? To talk about some golf we played. Uh, no, I mean there's yes, but no. I mean if no, they've heard not. enough. The people have heard enough. The people have heard enough of what's going on here. Oh, construction. So uh, check out the Instagram of the golf course, Desert, Can- Desert Canyon GC, at, in the front of that. That's how these things work, apparently. Very good uh, A lot of cool videos Martin's been doing. That drone's been buzzing around the thing. Buzz my clock tower today. Uh, and he stands in the parking lot and flies around the whole goddamn golf course, which is nice. He's like, this is great. I don't even have to leave and get into a golf <laughs> cart and fight traffic. It is nice that he doesn't have to fight traffic, even though. We ain't got much traffic. Uh, 17 and 18 are pretty much done other than the turf, but the walls are all up. Um, the bones are in. And they're on 16 right now, and it looks like a bomb went off. Uh, <laughs> Monday, there was palm trees and three teapods. And now there's, I don't know how many tons, probably, I don't know, 80, 90 tons of earth removed from there. And four machines on that hillside stuffed in that little area because people now have to go over and play play the ladies' tee. Yeah, forward Um, tee. The forward tee, sorry. They're all down there. The blue and the orange are there. And then, yes, sorry. Uh, That would be the time you get your ace. (laughs) Yeah, well, I have a story of that. We'll we'll get to (laughs) it. Let me first say that the picture I was texting you yesterday, that the pictures of 16T without those trees next to the back tee. Yep. It looks awesome. I know, and that was a reason. Those palm trees were a reason why the orange tea, which is our canyon tea, the back tea, was never expanded, was to hold on to those. Oh. And finally it was like, fuck no, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this right. They have you, have you guys have to get rid of trees at some point. Palm trees especially. Yeah, Ooh, and then there was this other piece of shit, bottle tree, and those things make yeah. a fucking mess. Oh, dude, bottle trees. Um, but anyways, so we got rid of that. That tee is monstrous. They're starting on the walls. Uh, they have the wall pretty much wrapped around the uh, green tee, which is our, I guess, our forward, our second forward tee. How what's that called then? If you've got four seniors, senior, 
All right. I and really, and you, really good woman. Like my mom plays that one. Well, you don't watch. What's that dude on on Facebook or on uh, Instagram? Some blowing up Man- Manolos or tips from Manolo. Oh, I don't. He's know. like the blacks are only for pros, but he's got this <laughs> accent. It's really good. Nice. And then it's like the next one are for the dudes that are really good, but not pros, yeah. but really good. And then the next one is for like ninety five percent of golfers on the planet. Yeah. And then the next one's the forward tees. That's what she says, ladies. And then he came up with a video later and said, we call it the four. Okay. No, it's uh, fuck. It's how I grew up. It was ladies team. Maybe I'm an old dude, but But anyway, that's exactly what those, I will tell you, like, I don't care. I, I call and catch myself cut calling the ladies tees. I had, I work at a club with the membership that should tee it forward Mm -hmm. in the stigma of playing those tees is the reason why they don't. Yes. The re, I won't play those tees because it's called the ladies' tees. Right. It's like, dude, you're 97 years old. Yeah. You're hitting, you're hitting driver on a 110 yard hole. Right. That, which is fine. Happy to have you out here. Don't not play the that forward tee because it's called the ladies' tee. Right. Let's call it the forward tee so we can. It's a pace of play thing to me. Yeah. Absolutely. One, I was at one day. I was at my club and I watched four members tee off, and all four of them. It was a par three, 100. 30 yards probably from the tee. Which one? <laughs> Number, oh, the one you pump it on the street, 10 Claw. Uh-huh. 130 yards from the tee. All four members hit driver. All four members short in the approach, 10 yards short. You know what's next up? <laughs> 10, 10 yards. yards There's a tee that they all would have been putting. Yeah. And it's just, that's the only reason I say it. Like, it's an ego thing. My father's going to, exactly. my father's allegedly going to play left-handed <laughs> because his wife now outdrives him. Because he had reconstructive shoulder surgery. Like, what? Like, you're fucking 70 years old and you're yeah. going to go lefty all of a yeah, sudden? That's the, yes, you exactly. Know. Just like, swallow your problem. Own it. Yeah, go out and have a Just fucking think good about time. This. If you all went 10 yards in front of you where you should have been playing. Half the time, you me. You guys would all be putting and it all makes, the golf course makes more sense. Right. Abs- the golf course makes more sense. Yeah. Oh. Uh. Bunkers so, start coming into play that you didn't know why they were there. Like, why is yeah. that bunker there? It's because you, you should be able to reach it. Right. You're playing the wrong tee, so it has no effect on the hole. And I think I've said this before. I pump its wheels a lot as GCU. And, uh, you know, that's fairly recently redesigned. Yeah. In the age of, I guess, promotion of, however <laughs> we're saying this, all levels of game where each of these hazards comes into play for each level of the game nice and i think that golf course they play fairly to each tee box whereas a lot of them it's you play the pro ones these days and you're pumped because of technology you're pumping it right into the landing zone the landing zone is the fucking bunker on a 510 yard par four it's like what are you doing fucking killing me here yeah right you know yeah so that golf course, though, you play the back tees if you're really good, or if you have the blacks, the pros, which are the purples there, which are ridiculously long. The same bunkers come into play, and your same trouble that bends on the dog yeah, legs. But if you play the right tee, I'm saying. But if if it's me, right. and no, I play I'm totally the back, getting this. No, I'm promoting the play. I'm yeah. promoting yeah. the fact that newer golf courses are changing. The ones that were in the 2000s, right. in the 90s, when it was everybody just built was. To- to built to the tips, and then it killed the amateur player because now they're hitting right into all this trouble. They can't carry that trouble, right? Is what I'm saying. Well, so they, then they should tee it forward. I did hear there used there were some courses where 
I don't, maybe it's just one and it's got posts on the range and they're a different color right for each yep. tee box and it's like if you drive it to the orange post play the orange tee yeah if you drive it to the green post play the green tee yeah like that's the golf course that's one of the coolest that. ways of doing yeah. it too it's just something different I think as well the pga had a tee at forward movement with yeah, people jack just, nicholas was huge on that a yeah. lot of his courses are putting in the quote-unquote forward tee or junior tee or whatever it is like that extra one right i mean there's a shitload of ladies at our place that i mean we're in the construction we're getting rid of our our yellow which is our sun tee the forward mm-hmm. tee on number five but we made sure that we told the ladies group, the birdie babes. We got birdie babes. Everybody, every course has birdie babes. What would else be the other name? I got a Monday's it. ladies. I got a birdie. Tuesday's ladies. Yeah, you do have a birdie babe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, she's got the great scuzz on her nose, too, buzzing around. Rudolph. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a piece of chocolate on her nose, and she was, what, a little rug burn on the snout of the little one? That's how it goes with kiddos. Mm-hmm. So, but anyways, we made sure that they played that and they have ever since. So once we made that decision for now, probably a month and a half, the yellows on number five are on the front of the green tee. Yeah. So we're going to just get rid of that. It was a shit box. Regardless, if not, we were going to have to rebuild it. Yeah. So we just thought, okay, let's take out some maintenance, get rid of that one. And we added the orange one on the back of that. Some actual maintenance was brought into play. Correct. A shitload of this is being brought into it our bunkers are completely changing as far as shape depth um still very basic but uh something to create a much flatter bottom and then those big flash hillsides that i had kind of as a support system and the visual effect that okay there's a bunker over there those are all getting brought down and we're just grassing them but taking the big sharp node off of it so we can mow it that means the big 5400 that goes around those huge slopes the tires aren't dragging in i would have those fucking turn tires that smiley faces around every one because of the way the machine but i fucking can't do that because i don't have enough guys to run all these machines which right now uh we get some numbers uh two up and i kept saying is i could get two if i could get one yeah everybody seems to be working out fine we're just gonna roll with that one of the part-timers is working out like as far as like hey i only want the part-time um Today's episode is brought to you by Par West Turf Services. Visit parwest.com for your golf course and home course needs from the spring-loaded ball joints to the giant Connect 4. Be sure to check out the 2021 catalog in the app for all the up-to-date products. Par West Turf Services. Use promo code JINGWEEDS for free shipping on orders over $250. Company dropped another bomb on us the other day and gave us a little matching 401k. That's awesome. So D Canyon is fucking legit. Um, so and you're testing the thank waters you, in the part Thank time. you, thank you very much to them. Huh? You're testing the waters in the part time? Uh, yeah, they, I got a guy that bit in on it. A little toe gif that I sent you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was. <laughs> yeah, and it seems to be working out. You know, he's going to make a buck more uh, than the other guys, and fucking, but we don't have to pay for the benefits. You know, uh, but as. You know, a lot of the other, you know, one of the other benefits, you know, we got health insurance and we all know, or at least we know how important that is. But a lot of these guys are single. I was single at a point and didn't have health insurance. Didn't seem to bother me at that point. Once you get the wife and the kids and whatever, but still at this point. I knew that was coming. Hold on. Siri's picking up on the podcast. I wonder how much. Shut up, Siri. Because that was on for a minute and it looked like it was listening to a lot of shit. Oh, really? (laughs) Oh, fuck. Stupid Siri. Whatever, lady. Anyways, um, 
Shoot. Oh, so when you bring that into play and you try and tell them the importance of it and you're going on and on and on, then they come to me and like, hey, next week uh, they're all going to get a packet for a little bit of retirement plan and matching for And it's like, okay, that's the appreciation. And I'm happy to be with a family that's doing this. A lot of changes goes with the construction. It's, yeah. you know, and I've been nine years now and just to see it all kind of flip is fucking cool as shit, you know? And I know that there's ones out there that it fucking just, I would have never lasted with a management company and it just works for me. I'm not bashing any one of those, but it's cool. So pump the wheels on D Canyon. Thank you for listening to that part of it. And it's got a big cry fest here in a second. No, just kidding. I already did that two episodes ago. Uh, little fucker. Still hear his nails walk across the fucking, fucking tile, wild, which is weird. Um, so along with that had, uh, tack attacks going. Um, they did Wickenburg ranch while we were gone. Uh, then we had my place on Wednesday. We had 32 players, um that's when it's really nice to get off the golf course and everybody's like hey this fucking place is great it just keeps getting better it's i like hearing it from the members as much as we always say and we always say ah fuck they don't know um having a group of guys come out there that have a handful of played the same core group was out there um and then a lot of new faces which was awesome to see every one of them seemed to have a good time uh, including Mike Garner with Humor Grow. Uh, through the emails, me and Ed, I stink at golf. I'm really sorry, but I want to play. Awesome. That's no problem with me. Let's go. Come on and play. It doesn't even register me. I understand his side of probably being like, fuck, I got to yeah. play with these guys. And, you know, but I'm going to be there and I'm going to hang out with dudes and drink some beers and fucking whatever and have a good time. They're the first or second group through 16. So every one of us see, I'm no kidding you, one ball. From a hole in one with the proxy is so directly behind the pin <laughs> that when you stand on the tee box, you can't see the stick of the proxy. All you see. Yeah. So we're like, you wheel up and you're like, oh, that fucker's stuck in the hole. Yeah. Wheel down there, Michael Gardner. Fucking, I'm like, I said to my group, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, this dude had three emails that said he stunk. When we wheel up there, he shakes my hand. Sorry, man, I really stink at this. Meets his group. I really stink at this. Who chucks a fucking ball? <laughs> Closer than I've ever been, and I've been playing since I was 13 years old. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? And the guys in the group are like, I, I don't know how it didn't go in. Like, how could it possibly get directly behind the pin on 16, yeah. which isn't like this monstrous slope yeah. that'll feed it there. Uh, but that's what it's about. So, Hack Attack, that's my got a join skin? it. Did you get a skin or just the proxy? Yeah, you got the skin. Oh, no, sorry, no, because there was other ones. Because yeah. at this point, we're playing the forward tee because the construction oh, on 16 gotcha, is gotcha. being yeah, blown yeah, up, yeah, yeah. which is cool because everyone gets to cruise through it. All our bunkers are bunker, are, uh, sorry, ground under repair right now. Some of them, all the drainage is pulled out. Some of them have been reshaped. You know, so the whole place is just do whatever. Liner? Huh? Any liner going in? No. Uh, well, I'm spraying just the glue. Okay. That, uh... Ah oh, shit! Can't Elmer's think of the name situation. of it. Yeah, stuff. It looks like Elmer's, smells like Elmer's, tastes like Elmer's. Because I tried it, because it was like, oh, it's fifth grade. It's, it's Elmer's. And it's fourth school. grade again. Let me try this stuff. You you know? Rubbing Elmer's on yeah. your hand and letting it dry, and then peeling it off. Exactly. And then I was like, oh, I'm a freshman in art class. Let me smell this. Oh, that's not rubber cement. 
you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I went through all the progressions of my life and came back to it's Elmer's School. But it works really well for us. Uh, we're also going to spray the walkways up to uh, like 17 tee box because right. that's going to be a hike. And hopefully put some scratch marks in there, dress that thing up. Uh, same thing with 18. Uh, the view on 18 is pretty sick right now. Um, other than now you really see all the tees in front of it are completely angled in the wrong direction. Uh, so, but that's a good thing for us all to see. Like, okay, here's something that tees probably could be leveled but maybe not maybe that's a two year down the road yeah. plus we've got to add walls on that stuff but the owner and the family and you know the decision makers along with me and jeff and gary brawley you know which has been huge on helping me and jeff see how to change these bunkers what we should do with the walls kind of what we can put around it to make it look nice what's good for maintenance yeah right has been probably priceless at this point because i'm obviously not involved in that end of it but to have him involved because he came on after has been awesome and he's there once a week just making sure yep we made a change on 17 we turned those two bunkers into one bunker and when you stand in the fairway you know it's got that kind of double level yeah uh when you stand on the flat spot where your ball always ends up if you don't hit it in the perfect window uh you couldn't see the front of the bunker. All you saw was the top of the line. So Hilario, the shaper, was like, hey, I think we got to drop this thing. All right, let's not touch it till Gary's blessing. It's just nice to have him come in and go, yep, I would have said that. Actually, they were driving in front of me today, driving up the fairway, and apparently when we parked, Jeff got out of the car. He says, as soon as we got to this point, Gary said, drop the front of that a foot or two. Let's go look at that. Because he saw it right away. So yeah. that's the night. I mean, he's picking up on that shit. Uh so thank you for doing that. Uh, Hack Attack, all the guys, it's really nice to see guys say, man, this place just keeps getting better and better. Uh, tons of Bermuda grass. What's your plan? What are you doing? Uh, it's good to balance that stuff out. That's what's going. Me and Ed are sitting there um, chit-chatting, just me and him, and it was like, you know, how do we get more people playing? And I said, hey, Ed, I just think this is it. You know, I think this is it. It's the same core group, yes, got a handful of new guys but the same ones we've been calling out where's so-and-so who what are they doing uh dude they haven't played stop yeah stop they know about it uh they got your email your email list went down so that's where they are we don't have as many we're looking for that's fine the guys that are coming grab a buddy tell a buddy just bring one who gives a shit uh you know your head don't bring your head pro gms are good because they're typically not as good as golf uh, but if you're hosting, have them play. Martin, Wednesday's his day off. He went to the Suns game the night before uh, for game one. Yeah. No, sorry, game two. Oh, game awesome. two. Uh, and he brought his boy there. So I knew that that wasn't probably going to happen. But I invited him. He wanted to play. Just had other shit. That's his one day off. Yeah. So fucking stay away from this place. Uh, but please invite him. Ed at Wickenburg. And while we were away, had 52 people or so. And that was a bring your GM or bring your pro two-man team. Uh, good turnout. Obviously, everybody raved that that place is in tits condition, which I'm sure always is. Uh, but it's good to see and hear those ideas. But me and Ed were talking, the buzz. Everybody was standing at the bar. Yeah. You know, it was like a fucking, what did we used to call them back in the day? 
It wasn't a bachelor party. It was stag parties. They were much bigger. You rented out the backside of the uh, Knights of Columbus, you know, and it was way more buddies than your fucking. So it was fucking like a high school reunion, yeah, right. basically. For dude. But that's everybody's fucking hanging out, mingling around. And Ed was like, how do we get this at every one of them? I said, have an overcast day at 92 degrees, second one of the season, and fucking people are ready to go. Yeah. So don't have, don't expect this in July when no. it's a fucking 114 out during the day. We've it's had dog enough. Days. It's the complete dog days. Been yeah. Terrifying for months. Yeah, and it's just the golf isn't as good. You don't want to be playing golf because it's just fucking wah. Then August comes around, so it's almost like you want to take that. Thanks for hosting, but don't expect. Yeah. You know where's this guy? What's that guy? Doing? And everyone's got fucking lives, dude. Every Wednesday night isn't fucking wide open like mine is. Oh, yeah. You know, know, yours is not even close compared to it. So you got to understand it. So that's kind of my thing. Hey, if you guys want to join the ones that are coming. shit going on. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, we're airifying right now. We're doing greens. We're doing top dressing. Like, there's just sometimes I just can't. Yeah. I can't make it on Wednesday every time. Yeah. I mean, I try to make as many as I can. I fucking couldn't make yours for personal reasons, but. Yeah, Ma Dukes is in town. I know. Mom came in town. Mom's in town. Today's the first day I ever met her. Pick her up. First time you ever met her? Yeah, today's the first time I ever met her. She looked at me and was like, you are a podcast host. Look at you. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, there's the mystery. (laughs) The mystery's been solved. Yeah, she's listened to your voice for over a year. Yeah. So that was cool to meet her. And thanks for coming out and visiting us. And being on. I thought she was going to be more around watching your dad would be he'd be, he'd be ripping mic. we'd be wrestling the mic he, out of his hand be right now. Mike would be have his face it would be against yeah, him like, and jules with his hand raised on it are you guys done yet i got a story you done yet i got yeah. a story can i just tell one story and then he, he could just take mine yeah and we just <laughs> sit back yep. tap us on the shoulder when you're done i could be finished yeah, growing burgers yeah you'd be done by now yeah you got the new smoker so you join the fucking Meat gang. I get so tired of just every leaving your house and then uh, uh, later that evening getting a fucking picture of yeah. s- some smoked meat. Yeah, so we, like got, enough. we got Jingweed's cookout tonight. Yep. It's we fucking badass. We're going to get that thing going. My first uh, smoked burgers. You want to cover any? You were away. Golf, Kansas City, Michael, and you you both review? your other brothers? Beer uh, review real quick. Beer Maybe. review real quick. Did you try this one yet? No. Nope. No. I have not. I will hit it right now. Well, I'm having a pseudo Sioux pale ale, which is out of Decorah, Iowa, top right corner of northeast, top right, right. <laughs> east of Arizona, north, Jesus east of north Christ. Arizona, northeast corner of Iowa. Anyway, a couple of weeks ago, one of my dudes came in, one of the guys in my crew, and wanted me to try it, and I had it when we were on the podcast, but I think it was the one where we had uh, Brie. So oh, okay, there was a lot, a lot of beers flowing yeah, that day. She had, and she had so anyway whisper 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 screen yo dude which was excellent good. very good. one left in the I fridge try somehow those, more of those brewing but anyway tried it i thought it was very good went to kansas city on my golf trip 12 or delicious had you pick some up because i want to do it again it is a birdie almost eagle pale ale for me delicious and i wanted i'm going to go off on something right here all right. Oh no, on. you what you, oh you just took a sip, your first sip you of the, the pseudo eagle. And it was to my lips and I went, No way. Nothing, huh? Not uh-uh. moving the needle. No. That's a big score right off the bat. And then I tasted it. It's a birdie. 
That's birdie. It's easy. That's an easy birdie. Easy birdie. Kicking birdie. It is crisp, cold as a motherfucker. It has a wild can. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Purple and green. More purple than green. Uh, yeah, go on. So, it's uh, really fucking good. I, I I like IPAs. I'm a big IPA guy. Sometimes I don't need a 6.7%. So I'm, I'm looking for pale ales. Mm-hmm. There, you can always find Dale's Pale Ale, which is 6.7%. Yep. I can't find a good fucking pale ale anymore. I went to Kansas City. They got Boulevard. Phenomenal. What's this one? That's a pale ale. No, I know, but uh, percentage-wise. Well, let's look it up. In the top right corner of Iowa sits... Pseudo Pseudo Phenomenal Beer. Toppling Gotham Brewing Company. How come it doesn't have the... I don't know. It doesn't have it on it's here. Probably oh, got, we'll get back to you. But it's anyway, got nothing then. I just want a good tasting pale ale. You cannot find a pale ale anymore, Matt. You got Sierra Nevada, which is a good one. Yeah. Stock standard. It's all hazies, dude. Eighth Street from Four Where? Peaks is fucking really good. Yeah, and then you got Devil's Ale at a Santan, I think, mm-hmm. which is fine. But like that stuff's it's boozy, all, though. It's, I've yeah, gotten buckled all off of that stuff. Oils are gone. It's IPAs and hazies now. I've and been I, known to drink ten thousand Eighth Street. Really? Oh, dude, I live there. Yeah, my wife there. Yeah, I know. Me and Smitty were fucking Norman Cliff. Went to old school Four Peaks with the boys I moved out here with, Smitty, Jody. And then we met Chris. He's from Washington, but the exact same dude. Uh, his son, Aiden, who's now 18, just graduated high school, is the biggest Patriots fan, basically, because we raised that kid. <laughs> the fucked up part is his dad, Chris, is the biggest Buccaneers fan because he more. grew up in Germany with his dad in the Army and just liked their uniforms when he was a kid and came over here and went through the complete dog shit days then the fucking gruden days loved it and then the dog shit days and then his boy's hero moves to his team yeah, and wins the Super that's Bowl. wild that's tommy tommy fucking writing stories so but anyways hung out old school four peaks for probably the first time in for sure two years i would say and it was i walked in there and it was like i never left really yeah it was steve <laughs> the steve austin music or the ultimate warrior the ultimate warrior is fucking behind dark side of the ring was on last night must watch yeah if you're a wrestling fan must watch because for sure you were a fan of that sauce monkey and he was gonzo <laughs> gonzo chiropractor like they all are yeah and all the big juice monkeys are all fucking chiropractors <laughs> it's like not even a real doctor it's fucking crack your ankles and snap your neck <laughs> But, uh, so, okay, Kansas City, you went up back there, played golf, back saw there, Michael, saw, saw both of your brothers, Andy and, uh, saw Kenny, Andy, Kenny. Mike, hung out for three days, played a couple rounds of golf, got rained out on Sunday, but had an absolute time. Nice. Had a good time. Where'd you play? We played at Wolf Creek the first day with my old boss, James, just nice. me and him, to some, had, golf course was great. That must have been cool playing golf with your old boss. It was, it was. We had a good time. And uh, uh, it's all men's club down there. It's just a different vibe, man. It's, yeah. like, it's pure golf. It's betting. It's beers. And no, they don't have tea times there. You just roll up with your whatever group. You guys roll out. Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. fucking cool. So had a blast up there playing with him. I shot an 84 
just some dumb stuff or just you know course knowledge stuff but I mean, but I it's going like, to be totally different than playing dude, down here playing too. The, it's like you hit it rough. and the ball stops, like it hits and it doesn't playing roll. And or walking around the rough, it's three inches. <laughs> it wasn't three inches deep there, but like two inches looking for your ball and like how am I going to hit it out yeah. of this? <laughs> From what we're used to, and probably but, super moist because you said it rained, right? Uh, it didn't rain till after. Oh, so okay. it was good. No golf course was really good. And then nice. the next day, played a golf course it's called Deer Creek. Uh, it was raining. We were the only ones on the tee sheet. And I called the group. I'm like, I couldn't find a tea time in town. I call. I'm like, what's going on? And they're like, oh, I don't know. It's like, it's because of the rain. It's like, it must be. Roll in there. It's raining. The Like, walk in the clubhouse. There's a foursome. Nobody around. The, the pro or head pro or whatever. The dude behind the camera is like, uh, hold on. Gets on the phone and goes, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> like, these dudes showed up. Like they were. No yeah. way. And was on the phone for like four minutes while we're standing there. Wow. Talking about like, how you guys are It was the superintendent heads. on the phone. Well, then we end up So you guys in full rain gear at this point? No, just jackets. I mean, it's uh, not rainy. It's like It would have been great if you used goes, Casey's rain gear if you brought it. Did oh, you bring No, no, I gave it to Cope. Oh. Uh, so, <laughs> so we get out to the first tee. It's drizzling. It's wet. It's going to be a long day. And the dude's like, he told us carpet only fine. He's like, look, can I trust you guys? Like, yeah. He's like, the heavy stuff's not coming until 830. We're teeing off at 758. He's like... I think part, number five is a car path only. Just you can go off path until number five, and the heavy stuff plays down path. Cool. Get to number five. Fucking sun comes out. The golf course like the rain's oh, done. Nice. Yeah. Ended up being perfect. That's fucking. Had the awesome. golf course to ourselves. Oh, so it was good. So all four of you playing? Uh, yeah, me, Andy, Mike, and uh, a buddy of ours all playing. Oh, together. okay. Yeah. And then Kenny came in at some point. Uh, Kenny, we were supposed to play this on Sunday. We got rained out. Ah, fuck, nice. Yeah. Must have been good to see them. Yep. We had a good time. Sweet. Uh, I went to a place called Band and Dunes, which was fucking banana lands. I'd heard everything about it. We had talked about that at one point. The Jingweeds is going there. And now that I went there, I would come home and say, if anybody wants to go tomorrow or next weekend, uh, I'll figure it out. It's that good. Um, all the mystique you've heard about it. All if you've never played it, get there. Uh, if you like golf, if you think you like golf, uh, if you got extra money because it is expensive, um, I can't say enough. I'm sure on the East Coast it's the Pinehurst type thing. It's if you have even more money, it's Pebble Beach type thing. It's that golf trip mm-hmm. with a bunch of dudes. It was wild. Uh, so thanks for. Band and Dunes doing what you do. It was uh, beyond what I thought. We went to the Punch Bowl the first night and putting course. Groups of guys just like us. Groups. There was some women thrown in there too, but I had heard before it was like you go there and it's just this guy's trip. Yep. Like everybody's doing the same thing. Um, there was a lot more women. I'm not saying that they kind of – it's the stigma, stigma or the story I heard going into it. It's definitely not that. Um, cart or this little, it almost looks like an old school airstream, but it's not really an airstream is turned into a bar right there. And it's this giant putting course of insanely mounded greens. I bet they're mowed at a half inch or whatever, because otherwise the ball wouldn't stop, Yeah. but it's all fescue, long fescue, maybe some bent sprinkled in there, some POA, some broadleaf, the lack of minimal maintenance to one of the funnest things i've done is fucking perfect for golf like it's perfect 
right up on top of the hill is a fucking bar that overlooks the fucking ocean looks overlooks overlooks uh pacific dunes so next day we roll in there we play pacific dunes the first day first night's kind of cold because we got there four o'clock or so sun doesn't go down till nine so we're there till eight o'clock or whatever next day we roll out there like 10 o'clock we're playing pacific dunes you walk up to the first tee caddy on the bags and it's just like holy shit is this different just golf yeah like everything about it golf Step off the bus. They treat you almost like Disney World. It's not quite that level, but it's you step off. It was like going back in time because if you step off without a mask, they, someone comes up and goes, sir, just put. can you please put this on? Not like, you need a mask. Yeah. It's, here you go. Okay, sorry, you know. But uh, Then you roll in there. It's like, you boys ready to play? And you're like, fuck yeah, I am. <laughs> you know, it's like this just this vibe and everybody has it. They give you the rundown. Caddy rolls in and... Uh, the caddies make it. They 100% make it. The guys we had were just solid dudes, um, knew what they were doing, had stories for days, but they were no bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, gave it to you as much as we give it to each other. So within three holes, everybody's giving them shit, but there's a line you cross, you know, yeah. fucking, you told me to hit it there. And then fuck you. It's like, just like, I'm not the one swinging the club. You know, yeah. I can only put you in one position, but it's just back and forth, back and forth. Awesome. Drink, drinking beers the whole time. Uh, walked like 45 mi- 42 miles over five golf courses. We played all five of them. Um, people ask me, what's the fucking rotate? Like where had one to play? What's the number? What's the fucking list? And I think this has changed six times because I've only been once to each one of them. And I just sit here and think in my head, I go Pacific Dunes because that's the first one. And it was awesome. That was the only day that you got like, and I think there's something to be said about it. Is that Pacific Dunes day mm-hmm. where it's either windy as shit or whatever. It was fucking windy. The next two days were unbelievably spectacular. Barely any wind. The sun was out a lot of it. I mean, I burnt the fuck out of my lip. I've been dealing with this fucking thing on my lip. My top of my ears, but the sun wasn't out that much. It was just a different and then the wind yeah. or the breeze constantly. Uh, so the days we had, I couldn't have picked better ones or I don't know how you could. But something about Pacific in that Bandon day. Then Sheep's Ranch for sure. Uh, probably Bandon Dunes. The sunset on Bandon Dunes at the end of an afternoon as your last round you're going to spend there is pretty wild. We have I have sick pictures from the place. The lack of maintenance that compared to what we do was everywhere. I mean, that was part of the beauty of it all. It was very European, obviously. The fairways, I couldn't tell you. They're probably just waking up right now. So I couldn't tell you when the last time they were mowed on a consistent basis. Sometimes you get up to the tee boxes and it's just even one of the caddies one day was like, Jesus Christ, this thing hasn't been mowed in fucking three weeks. <laughs> but no one gave a fuck because yeah. you looked out at the ocean. And it was like, holy shit. And plus, you put a peg in the ground anyways. Yeah. Uh, it was wild. So we're going to have a debate soon on when we're going again. But I would say uh, anybody that gets a chance, trails. Trails in Old Mac, Trails is completely different. It's buried inland, so you get more of the trees and everything. I had kept saying that uh, I felt like I played it before. I felt like it was Colorado. Yeah. Uh, look to it because you're in the trees. 
And everybody else is like, that's what I like differently about it. But some of the golf holes are some of the best golf holes in the golf course. So a week and a half after being there, I can see how that can be number two or number one. Just they're all that good. And then uh, old Mac, the old ghost tree, it's way better in real life than on a T-shirt. And the hole that it is, you, you hit just right of the ghost street so the fucking thing stands there at you looking at you like 215 yards out and you got to hit probably 40 feet up to a ledge a fairway that just drops down to nothing you get up over the hill as soon as you climb the hill you just look out and it's fucking uh pacific dunes up against the ocean and then old mac everywhere else around you it's like this is fucking wild third hole yeah so it's just boner 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 (laughs) everywhere you go uh, I don't know. It was it was unreal. So get there. That's all I can say. We're gonna get there one day as the Jingweed Boys. That's for sure. Um, anything else you want to cover while we're knocking this thing nope. out? I'm ready to go. Ready to fire up the grill. All right. Uh, let's keep the hack attack going. I'm not sure the dates right off the bat. I know we're off next week. We got Dove Valley the week after that. The 500 Club after that. Uh, we'll figure it out where it goes there. I don't have the list in front of me, but, uh, there are those two. You got a week off, get your shit done this week. Come and join us at Dove Valley next week. Uh, let's close this thing out. Nice seeing you, Dan, again. Yeah. Good vacation. Good break. I hope we had a little buzz going. Oh, hockey playoffs, Bruins, Islanders. By the time you listen to this, bees will be up one zil in that series. on the old TV. Uh, later. Stay pissed. See you guys. Love you, mom and dad. Thank you.